Hey ladies, it's Bridget Todd here. As women, we put our hearts into everything. May is High Blood Pressure Education Month, and it's time to focus on our heart health. Release the Pressure wants to help Black women look at self-care as an act of self-preservation. During High Blood Pressure Education Month, let's help get to our goal of 100,000 Black women putting their hearts first and learn more about their heart health. Visit iHeartRadio.com RTP for a chance to receive a $1,000 gift card to take care of yourself and prioritize your heart health. That's iHeartRadio.com RTP. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Hi, it's Bridget Todd, host of There Are No Girls on the Internet. Listen, technology has made our lives easier in some ways, but it's also made us homebodies, scrolling mindlessly. Well, you get the point. Let Rails to Trails Conservancy unstick you from home. When you get out on a trail and get to walking, you'll feel so good. Trust me. You'll see that being out on the trail is so much more than a day outside. It's good for your soul. Get ideas for getting outside on the trail from Rails to Trails Conservancy, the nation's largest trails, walking, and biking advocacy organization. Visit railstotrails.org slash iHeart and on social media at Rails to Trails. One of my favorite conversations I've ever had on There Are No Girls on the Internet is with a writer who was targeted and harassed online about how she continues to stay safe while doing visible work on the internet. Without missing a beat, she said, anybody worried about online harassment should sign up for Delete Me. I signed up for Delete Me right then and there, and I personally recommend it to anyone. Sign up and provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me. Now at a special discount for our listeners. Today, get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash nogirls and use promo code nogirls at checkout. The only way to get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash nogirls and enter code nogirls at checkout. That's joindeleteme.com slash nogirls, code nogirls. There are no girls on the internet as a production of iHeartRadio and Unbossed Creative. I'm Bridget Todd, and this is There Are No Girls on the Internet. Do you need to be a human to be an influencer? Or how about a rapper? What about a model? It turns out, maybe not. Entirely digital creations are landing brand deals and record deals and modeling contracts. And it might sound super cool and futuristic, but it's also raising some very real questions. So let's get into what's going on and talk about some of the history behind virtual talent. So last week, Capitol Records announced that they signed a record deal with a digital rapper called FN Mecca, who became the first ever digital artist to sign with a major recording label. But the deal also came with accusations of digital blackface, cultural appropriation, and 
the digital exploitation of Blackness. So just 11 short days later, the deal was terminated. And the label said it was cutting ties with the rapper because pretty much everybody's reaction was like, wait, no, this is bad. So FN Mecca was designed to look like a very specific type of rapper. He rocks bright green braids, half of a shaved head, face tattoos, and a gold grill over his teeth, kind of like the rapper 6ix9ine. He raps about cars and cash and diamonds and expensive watches and other pretty stereotypical trappings of rap music. He also uses the N-word in his raps and has posted content on his social media platforms that just did not sit right with people because he's not Black. I mean, he's not anything. He's not a human at all. So just in case it's not clear, FN Mecca is not real. He's an avatar, a digital creation of a media company called Factory New, started by Anthony Martini and Brandon Lee, neither of whom are Black. They describe Factory New as a first-of-its-kind, next-generation music company specializing in virtual beings. So kind of like a talent agency for digital creations and avatars. They've also created a crypto wrapper called Lil Bitcoin, which, side note, kind of sounds like a project designed in a lab specifically for me to hate it. But back to Ethan Mecca, while he may not be real, he does still have a very real big digital footprint with 10.3 million followers on TikTok and 222,000 followers on his verified Instagram account. So how did FN come to be? Well, in a 2021 interview with Music Business Weekly, Anthony Martini, the executive at New Factory, explained, saying, not to get all philosophical, but what is an artist today? Think about the biggest stars in the world. How many of them are just vessels for commercial endeavors? So what he's basically arguing is that if we mostly engage with artists via screens, then they don't really need to exist outside of those screens to be relevant. He also talked about how scouting for fresh new human talent involves a lot of work, scouring the internet for fresh talent, flying out to concerts and meetings, and if you just create a digital avatar, you cut out all of that work. Anthony Martini goes on to explain how their avatar talents are made using thousands of data points compiled from video games and social media, and that Factory New has developed a proprietary AI technology that analyzes certain popular songs and generates recommendations for various elements of song construction, like lyrical content, chords, melodies, tempos, sounds, etc. You get the idea. FN Mecca's debut single called Florida Water features the actual human rapper Gunna and human gaming streamer clicks. But the reaction to FN Mecca has been not good, to say the very least. In addition to his use of the N-word in his songs, because the whole idea is to make it seem like FN Mecca has a real life despite not being a real human, they've really fleshed out his universe with images and videos, including one pretty cringy image of himself being assaulted by a police officer while in prison, posted on his Instagram account with the caption, Police brutality, what should I do? Prison guards keep beating me with the baton because I won't snitch. I ain't no rat. So I have to say, I just do not like this at all. It feels like a media venture that is not run by Black people, capitalizing off of Black trauma, Black pain, and harmful stereotypes about Blackness in this really shallow and stereotypical way. And it also raises questions about digital Blackface. 
Digital blackface is a term popularized by Lauren Michelle Jackson, a feminist scholar and writer in the departments of English and African-American studies at Northwestern University and the author of the book on cultural appropriation called White Negroes. She describes digital blackface as using the relative anonymity of online identity to embody blackness. It can be things like using reaction gifs of black people on social media if you yourself are not black, or in some cases, adopting an entire black online persona, like the owners of the popular vegan cooking website, formerly called Thug Kitchen, who built an entire successful online brand off of adopting a really stereotypical black scent in their recipes before eventually changing the name. And I guess that's kind of what doesn't sit right with me about this AI rapper. If FN isn't a human, why go out of your way to depict him in such highly racialized ways if you're not trying to capitalize on a perceived proximity to Blackness? It just feels really exploitative. Industry Blackout, a collective of Black people in the entertainment industry committed to changing the community, also didn't love it. You might recall that we've actually talked about Industry Blackout once before during our episode about Blackout Day back in 2020. Industry Blackout responded to the news of FN being signed to Capital in an open letter, writing, While we applaud the innovation in tech that connects listeners to music and enhances the experience, we find fault with the lack of awareness in how offensive this caricature is. It is a direct insult to the Black community and our culture, an amalgamation of gross stereotypes, appropriative mannerisms that derive from Black artists, complete with slurs infused in lyrics. This digital effigy is a careless abomination and disrespectful to real people who face real consequences in real life. For example, Gunna, a Black artist who is featured on a song with FN Mecca, is currently incarcerated for rapping the same type of lyrics this robot mimics. The difference is, your artificial rapper will not be subject to federal charges for such. For your company to approve this shows a serious lack of diversity and a resounding amount of tone-deaf leadership. This is simply unacceptable and will not be tolerated. Which prompted Capital to respond by cutting ties with FN and releasing a statement saying, We offer our deepest apologies to the Black community for our insensitivity in signing this project without asking enough questions about equity and the creative process behind it. We thank those of you who reached out to us with constructive feedback in the past couple of days. Your input was invaluable as we came to the decision to end our association with this project. In response to all this, Anthony Martini, the new factory executive behind FN Mecca, did an interview with the New York Times, and it really just made me feel like he did not get it. Initially, he told the Times that blogs latched on to a clickbait headline and created this narrative. And in response to that cringy photo of FN Mecca being roughed up by police, he said, quote, some of the early content, now, if you take it out of context, it obviously looks worse or different than it was intended. And even though in that earlier interview that he did with Music Business Weekly, where he was really hyping up that Mecca's lyrics were generated using the company's proprietary AI software, in the interview he did with the New York Times after the controversy, Anthony Martini really walked that back, saying that FN Mecca was... In fact, primarily an anonymous human rapper who is Black. It's not this malicious plan of white executives. It's literally no different from managing a human artist, except it's digital, he added. He also said that the team behind FN Mecca was, quote, actually one of the most diverse teams you can get. I'm the only white person involved. So this explanation was further complicated by the fact that the anonymous Black rapper that he was talking about FN Mecca being based on, 
has actually spoken up and said that Martini's company basically just stole his likeness and his voice without credit or compensation. Rapper Kyle the Hooligan said that New Factory approached him to be the voice of FN Mecca in exchange for equity in the company and then basically ghosted him. Like, use my voice, use my sound, use the culture, and literally this left me high and dry. I didn't get a dime off of nothing, and they got record deals, all this stuff. I wasn't involved in no meetings or none of that, he said. So after really defending this project to the New York Times, Martini must have had a change of heart. Because just a few days later, he announced that he was also cutting ties with the project, writing... It's become apparent that I should have done more diligence before joining. In the past few days, I've learned of Kyle the Hooligan's experience with Mecca, which is deeply at odds with my core values. I believe that artists must always be at the center of the creative process and must be fairly compensated. Mecca is not the only digital creation making deals despite not even being human. Let's take a quick break. Hey ladies, it's Bridget Todd here. May is High Blood Pressure Education Month. It is crucial for us, especially as Black women, to focus on our heart health. We pour our heart and soul into every aspect of our lives, but often our own health takes a backseat. That's where Release the Pressure comes in. It's all about us, Black women, seeing self-care as an essential act of self-preservation. Whether it's for yourself, your family, or your community, your health is invaluable. Let's help get to our goal of 100,000 Black women putting their hearts first and learn more about their heart health. Here's how you can join in. Head to iHeartRadio.com slash RTP for a chance to receive a $1,000 gift card to take care of yourself and prioritize your heart health. Let's make our health a priority. Visit iHeartRadio.com slash RTP today. Together, we can make a difference in our health and our lives. Join us and let's take care of our hearts together. So in 2024, one of my goals is to finally get serious about my finances. It's been kind of a big emotional thing for me. Thinking about money historically has caused me a lot of anxiety and stress because I have a lot of trauma related to money. And if you can relate, if that sounds like you, check out Fearless Finance. Fearless Finance provides on-demand comprehensive financial planning by the hour. It's a new way to get financial advice without all the headaches, high fees, and commitments that come with traditional financial advisors. Fearless finance planners don't sell anything. No used car salesman vibe here. And that means no concerns about being sold something just for the commission that it earns a rep. Their planners meet you where you are on your financial journey. No judgment. Whether you're looking to buy a house, optimize your savings, or just want to make sure your finances are okay, they can answer your questions and help you achieve your goals. No question is too small. No problem is too big. Fearless Finance is making financial advice more affordable and accessible. You meet with your planner virtually, and they charge by the hour. Visit fearlessfinance.com today to get started. You can chat with a planner for free to make sure it's a good fit. And you'll get $50 off your first planning meeting when you use code GIRLS. Hi, it's Bridget Todd, host of There Are No Girls on the Internet. Listen, technology has made our lives easier in some ways, but it's also made us homebodies, scrolling mindlessly. Well, you get the point. Let Rails to Trails Conservancy unstick you from home. When you get out on a trail and get to walking, you'll feel so good. Trust me you'll see that being out on the trail is so much more than a day outside. It's good for your soul. Get ideas for getting outside on the trail from Rails to Trails Conservancy, the nation's largest trails, walking, and biking advocacy organization. Visit railstotrails.org slash iHeart and on social media at Rails to Trails. Y'all know I love the internet, but a sad truth about it is that it can be a scary place, especially for women, people of color, and trans folks. 
We've talked to people on this podcast, whistleblowers, activists, and advocates who are making technology safer, who then become targets for doing that work. But the truth is, it can happen to any of us online. That's why I personally use and recommend Delete Me. Delete Me finds and removes any personal information you don't want online and makes sure it stays off. Sign up and provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me, now at a special discount for our listeners. Today, get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash nogirls and use promo code nogirls at checkout. The only way to get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash nogirls and enter code nogirls at checkout. That's joindeleteme.com slash nogirls code nogirls. And we're back. Brazilian model and singer Little Maquila was hired as the arts editor at the ultra-hip Dazed magazine. She gets sponsored content deals with some of the biggest brands in fashion like Prada and has been photographed hanging out with some of the biggest celebrities like Tracy Ellis Ross, Diplo, and Millie Bobby Brown. She's been interviewed by Vogue and The Guardian and was in a Calvin Klein spread alongside model Bella Hadid. In 2018, Lil Michaela was named one of Time Magazine's 25 most influential people on the internet. Only she's not real. Lil Michaela is a fictional AI rendering of the perfect Instagram it girl. Brud, the company behind Michaela, is valued at $125 million. Lil Michaela is considered the world's first virtual influencer. She joined Instagram back in 2016. In 2020, she became the first digital avatar to ever sign with a talent agency when she inked a contract with CAA, becoming the company's first ever virtual client. So Michaela is really interesting. Her features are designed to be non-white, but they still exist along a pretty conventional Eurocentric beauty standard. Like it almost seems like her creators were trying to pluck aspects from Black, white, and Latina women that are considered traditionally desirable. And through the power of digital rendering, put them all together on one perfect looking person. She has edgy street style, a tan complexion, a curvaceous butt, an upturned nose, and freckles. And it really reestablishes a well-worn beauty standard that would be difficult for any human woman to embody. But it's easy for her because she isn't real. Lil Michaela's whole thing as an influencer is being authentic and relatable. She has dramas and breakups just like humans do. She's also really aligned with social justice and activism. She's advocated for LGBTQ causes and Black Lives Matter. But in 2019, the humans who control her took it way too far. Michaela released a video where she described being assaulted by a man in a rideshare. She said, sure enough, I feel this guy's cold, meaty hand touch my leg as if confirming that I'm real. His hand literally lingers there, rubbing my skin. And people really did not like it. It just felt like a profitable media company was both trivializing and capitalizing off of assault, a situation that far too many of us have actually experienced in real life. Lil Michaela isn't real. So her creators dreaming up a sexual assault for her to go through just feels kind of gross. Or take the Black fashion model, Shudu Graham. She has a deep, dark complexion and her Instagram posts are always hashtagged with things like Hashtag melanin, hashtag black girl magic. Her image was even reposted by Rihanna's Fenty Cosmetics, a makeup line known for its inclusive shades for darker complexions. Shudu's deep, dark skin is so flawless, it seems unreal. And that's probably because she's not real. Shudu is considered the first digital supermodel, 
and she was made using a digital 3D modeling program by a white male fashion photographer in London named Cameron James Wilson. In an interview with Bazaar, Wilson said that basically Shudu is my creation. She's my art that I'm working on at the moment. She's not a real model, unfortunately, but she represents a lot of real models today. There's a big kind of movement with dark-skinned models, so she represents them and is inspired by them. Wilson maintains that he did not have any ill intentions in creating Shudu, saying, it's meant to be beautiful art which empowers people. It's not trying to take away an opportunity from anyone or replace anyone. She's trying to compliment those people. And he may very well have great intentions, but speaking as a real darkly skinned Black woman, who is a human, it honestly doesn't feel great to have someone who wouldn't know anything about what that experience is like for us to be capitalizing on it. Wilson points out that the digital creations of Black women that he makes are based on real human Black women who might have some level of involvement in this project. He's described them as his muses, but being a muse does not necessarily mean having a lot of agency or say in how this project shows up in the world. Like neither Shudu or Wilson, as her creator, would have any idea what it's actually like to not be able to find makeup dark enough for your skin tone. And that's because Wilson is a white man and Shudu doesn't actually have any skin because she's not a real person. We humans did not just decide to try on our blackness, but the people who make these digital avatars did get to decide to create them in this way without necessarily having to understand with or grapple with or even really engage with all of the culture or baggage or history that comes along with it. And I can absolutely see a world where brands and talent agencies would much rather work with a digital avatar meant to mimic Blackness rather than an actual Black human being. Because think about it, that avatar is never going to call them out for saying or doing something insensitive and will never express any agency at all because they're not actually real. It seems really easy to create an ecosystem where digital imitations of Blackness become more desirable, not to mention more profitable than the real human thing. Dr. Francesca Sobande, who researches digital media, really summed it up nicely in a piece for the conversation. She writes, many Black CGI influencers and their origin stories represent pervasive marketplace demand for impersonations of Black people that center to what may be warped ideas about Black life culture, and embodiment. I appreciate the work of Black people seeking to change the industry, and I am interested in how the future of Black CGI influencers may be shaped by Black people who are both creators and muses. And I think that there is just really something weird about the fact that little Michaela, Shudu, and FN Mecca get actual deals that involve actual human dollars. Companies and brands get to feel like they're collaborating with Black and Brown creators when they work with these kinds of digital talents. But really, they're not. They're just giving money to the companies who create them. And it kind of just seems like another opportunity to marginalize people who are already marginalized in these spaces. Like if brands wanted to work with a queer Brazilian teenager like Lil Michaela, or a darker-skinned model like Shudu, or a rapper who's been to prison like FN Mecca, they could actually book humans with those actual identities or lived experiences. Not a digital rendering of one. So listen. I am fully aware that I probably sound like a bit of a curmudgeon here, but that's not it at all. Actually, I am very excited about this kind of technology and how it might be used in things like media, music, and art. There's an entire future of possibility where things like AI and avatars 
blow up boundaries around how we think about race, gender, sexuality, ability, and more in really interesting and innovative ways. But when you look at a project like SN Mecca, it's so clear that that same technology could just be used to reinforce and double back down on the same harmful, tired stereotypes and tropes that we already experience in the real world, which is just so sad. With technology, the possibilities are so vast. So it's sad to see it be used to reinforce the same tired, hurtful shticks. Got a story about an interesting thing in tech or just want to say hi? You can reach us at hello at tangodi.com. You can also find transcripts for today's episode at tangodi.com. There Are No Girls on the Internet was created by me, Bridget Todd. It's a production of iHeartRadio and Unboss Creative. Jonathan Strickland is our executive producer. Tari Harrison is our producer and sound engineer. Michael Amato is our contributing producer. I'm your host, Bridget Todd. If you want to help us grow, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.